Well, hello, friends. It's been a while since the last episode of Weekly. Um, It's been more than even monthly since I've come out with an episode. And, um, man, you know, it's just been busy. Life has been busy. And I know that sometimes people say that, and I'm guilty of saying that, too. It's kind of like a, I don't want to talk about this. I've just been busy. But I really just have been busy uh, with work and family and life and schedules and just everything going on and um, the stuff that I wanted to do and share about on weekly honestly has kind of been taken up by stuff that I do at work which is cool but also I just didn't feel like I had a lot to contribute in the first part of the year and so I didn't because there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast that doesn't mean anything if I can't say something that I think has value Uh, say something that I think adds value or is worthwhile. Um, As much as I love to hear myself talk, and maybe podcasts and in all of their glory are just small forms of vanity, uh, I don't want to add to the noise uh, more than I feel like I have to for my uh, Enneagram 3 personality needs to talk in front of people. So I took some time off from podcasting. And, you know, in this time... I can bring you up to speed on what's going on, and if anyone still cares, you know, that's cool. Um, To me, podcasting has always been a a creative outlet for when I needed it, and sometimes I need it and sometimes I don't. And I know that's not good for listeners and for listenership and for value and all of those words uh, to make money and make ads and have sponsors and all that. It's not great to just podcast when you feel like it. Schedules are good. I get that. Um, But for me, I just have lots of ideas swirling through my head, and sometimes I use them in podcasts, and sometimes I use them at work, and sometimes I use them in my family or my personal life or another way, or I'm just doing something else. And so this this is the effect of that. So uh, (laughs) I almost feel like I need to apologize, but this is my podcast, and I can do whatever I want to. So I don't really need to apologize, I guess. I maybe need to forgive myself in a way or let myself off the hook. And maybe choosing the name Weekly was um, too much of a (laughs) difficulty that I put in front of myself. That is a reality that may very well be true. Because when I decided to start this podcast a couple years ago, I needed a creative outlet. So I've been more fulfilled in my life and work and all that stuff creatively recently, this year especially, and that has caused me to not care as much about podcasting, and that's fine, you know, it really is okay, and I'm (laughs) coming to terms with that myself, whether that is okay, and, but, but something uh, that I did recently, and I wanted to to kind of share a little bit more about it, Um, last Sunday, which was May the 26th, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast in the future, but on May the 26th of 2019, uh, I was on stage with Mark Estep at New Collective Church, and we had a conversation on stage about a series that we were walking through as a church, and uh, Mark and I had some conversations about that, and it was a really good conversation, and I wanted to share a little bit about that uh, because I just thought it was was good and worth sharing. And, um, you know, we're in the series called Rift and Rift was, um, 
about the life of Joseph, and we kind of used the his story throughout the scripture um, as a parallel of some things that maybe we all experience. And so those things spelled rift. There was rejection. There was isolation. There was uh, like fear and failure. And then there was a transition. So that was like the rift. And on the 26th, we had a conversation about the series and, and about some stories that we had heard from people and some of our own thoughts about dealing with rejection and isolation and all these kind of things. And it was a really good conversation. If, if you want to go listen to that, um, the whole conversation, you can go uh, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you are listening to podcasts. And you can search for New Collective Church, and uh, you can find that May 26th Rift Conversation, and you can listen to the whole thing. But I, I wanted to share something um, with with people on Weekly that I think was worthwhile of an observation that I had as I was preparing for this conversation. And it was the idea uh, was dealing with rejection and the roots of rejection and what that looks like in our life. And, you know, in the story of Joseph, Joseph has a radical rejection, right? His brothers uh, sell him into slavery after they've thrown him into like a well to leave him to die. And they decide that they shouldn't just leave him to die. They should profit off of him. So they decide to sell him into slavery. And that is pretty radical rejection. I, I don't think any of us would disagree that that's pretty bad. And probably in your life, uh, certainly in my life, I've never been rejected in that kind of way, in a way where uh, someone from my family would uh, sell me into slavery or try to kill me. That's not actually ever happened to me. And I hope that hasn't happened to you. Uh, but But when we read these stories in the Bible, it's easy for us to look at it and say, that is very extreme. I've never experienced something like that. Therefore, you know, I, I, who am I to, to feel rejected? Who am I to feel like I've had rejection in my life? But the reality is that all of us have had rejection in our life. All of us have experienced rejection. Um, you don't have to be very old. You can be probably a toddler and have experienced rejection, maybe a baby, you know, I don't know. You don't get something you want. You want something to happen and it doesn't happen. You're working towards something and you don't get it. Um, you know, as an adult or even a, a young adult, maybe you want that job. You want to get in that school. If I could just do X, Y, Z and make the team. And then I don't. And there's this, this feeling of rejection and loss. And, and so he, here's what I kind of had to say about that. Uh, when I think about rejection in my own life and what rejection can lead to, uh, if we don't deal with rejection and I'm talking to myself here, totally, this is one of those, uh, preaching to yourself moments for sure. And sometimes I do better when I talk things out, um, and I kind of work through them verbally. It's hard for me to deal with it all in my head. Sometimes I have to use words to kind of get things out. And so th this is what I wrote down as I was preparing for this. And, and I shared a little bit about this in the message and that is this idea rejection does not have to be radical to be real so rejection for joseph was radical but for us for anyone it doesn't have to be radical to be real and the effects of that can take hold in our life regardless of the size of the rejection and so for me i can feel rejected from someone 
just by the way that they respond to me in an email or a text message or a Facebook messenger thread. And that seems silly when I step back and look at it, but I can think of specific moments in my life when someone has texted me something and it has brought me to an instant crippling feeling like I needed to just sit down, like I was unworthy to even stand. And you know what? They probably didn't say anything that was bad. They may have just like asked me a question or, I don't know, responded in a way differently than I thought they would or should have. But it was crippling. And I don't know. Maybe that maybe you've experienced something similar. Maybe it's different for you, but you can realize a, a time or a place in your life where you felt rejected, where you felt um, like people don't care about you. And so for me, realizing that is important because when I realize that that rejection doesn't have to be uh, this really big and, and painful thing, it can really be something small that just kind of, because that's a thing that I'm like really attuned to, uh, or maybe overly tuned to because of my personality and because of my life and history and family structure and all of these things growing up, um, I did not want to fail. Letting someone down was the worst thing ever. And in my adult life, I've had to learn how to keep going and move forward when things aren't perfect and to, to ship the product or do the thing or finish something even when it wasn't 100% or the best it could be because that's not how life always works. And so for me, dealing with those small rejections when they're small keep me from creating a bigger uh, self-hatred and isolation and this fear of failure inside of me as that rift idea continues to grow. And so, you know, for me, that that's something that I really do struggle with. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, that is ridiculous. And maybe it is, but uh, saying it out loud, speaking that out loud, um, really removes some of the power from those things. And it allows me to step outside of my circumstance and see a bigger picture, to see something more clearly than maybe I saw before. And so when someone responds okay to my email, instead of thinking they don't like me, I think they're busy and I'm grateful that they responded, that they got that. You know, shifting my perspective will change the outcome in my brain, right? Shifting my perspective will change the outcome in my head. Because I can internally say they don't like me and go down this path of rejection and I'm going to isolate myself from that. I'm going to be afraid of the failures of that. Or I can just say, I'm just going to take that for what it is and trust that if they actually have an issue with me, if there's something that someone needs to talk about, that they will. And I don't, I can't put that on myself and I'm trying not to put that on myself and I don't always succeed at that. That is very true. I do not always succeed. Sometimes I let those small rejections in, but I'm trying to see people on the median positive, maybe plus a little more positive and give people the benefit of the doubt because I would love to be given the benefit of the doubt, right? I would love for people to when they maybe question why I did something or why I was feeling a certain way to think maybe he's just having a bad day. Maybe he's just tired. That's probably true, you know? And so I need to do that for other people. I need to provide that opportunity for others as well. And so as we're kind of reasoning with this rejection, for me, 
remembering that it doesn't have to be radical was really helpful, that it can be small, but still real. But then also recognizing that I have the potential in me to deal with that in a way that I can with the tools that I have in that moment or pretty quickly. And that the way that I respond is up to me. So what other people do, how they how they live their life, not up to me. How they speak to me is not really up to me. The choices that they make are not up to me. The way that they, you know, do whatever, that's not up to me. But the way that I respond to those things that come into my life, that is up to me. And so I need to spend less time trying to control other people and control a situation and really just work on my own response. And I think the same is true for you. Wherever you're listening to this uh, episode of the podcast, you are only responsible and able to change the things that you can control and can do. And so for me, that is to when I get that feeling, that kind of sinking feeling I start going down 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 into this kind of pool of rejection instead of letting myself just kind of drown there or go underwater I stop myself I grab hold of the you know the life raft that's right beside of me so I don't sink into that and you know what I say it's okay it's not actually a big deal and if it's a big deal I'll deal with it when I need to but it's probably not in this second in this moment of time and that's, that is, has been life-giving and life-changing for me in this season of life. But if I run away from rejection, that's not helpful either. And I spend a good amount of my time running away from any type of rejection. And what that looks like is, is that you run away from friendships, you run away from being close to people, you run away from anything deep. And you get stuck in the mundane and stuck in the water cooler conversation and stuff like that. So there is a way to escape rejection by running from it. But you also miss out on deep community and deep life with other people. And so I've been there too. I've been in that place too where I've run away from rejection and I've missed out on opportunities to be close with other people and have really shielded myself. And sometimes people who are outgoing, who are, um, you know, very extroverted or seem very happy, uh, it, it actually is a masking tool for us to be friendly and to want to talk about any and everything other than something deep or personal. And so, man, I've been in that place in my life for sure many times where I can be the life of the party, but I'm really only doing that so I don't have to think about the deep hurt that I've experienced, that I'm running from rejection. And so rejection doesn't have to be radical to be real, but I don't need to run from rejection either. And both of those extremes, um, somewhere in between there is a good place to be. So recognizing rejection and then dealing with it is good. Running from it is bad. Not allowing it to be real in my life is not good. But also allowing that to control me is is bad, you know? So there's always this kind of back and forth and there's this pendulum swinging and we want to try to catch it right in the middle. And that's where I'm at right now is trying to do that. And so if you want to hear more about uh those ideas, you can listen to that message. Again, just search for New Collective Church in whatever podcast app you enjoy using, and you can find messages from there. And uh, check out the series. There are four messages plus that conversation that you can listen to, and I think they're worthwhile. But I just, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to share that today on Weekly. I have some other stuff that I want to share coming up, and I've kind of been thinking through 
the future of this channel and actually defining more of it and making it more specific because when I started this year considering I could talk about anything I wanted to that kind of didn't make sense either because having too many choices isn't good for me either I need a smaller a small buffet is where I really succeed um, and so I'm, I'm working through that as well so more stuff to come I'm not going to promise that it's going to be out next week it'll be out when it's out and uh, weekly we'll be back though have no fear and I hope that you enjoyed uh, this episode I hope you enjoyed some of these ideas that uh, rejection does not have to be radical to be real but that you can experience those things and you can overcome them without letting them take you down so don't let rejection get you down today I'm going to do my best to not do that and I'm going to rem- just remind myself uh, regularly that I can experience those small pains and get through them. (laughs) We can experience pain and get better. Um, And so I'm trying to get better. I hope that you're trying to get better. And maybe together we can do this thing. And uh, yeah. So thanks for joining us today on Weekly. I'll be back when I'm back. We'll talk soon.